Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to the Coach Josh Conklin Show, brought to you by Wings Etc. I'm Jim Noble, and Coach, I'll tell you, on the scoreboard Saturday in Charleston, the final score, Citadel 45, Wofford 44 in overtime. But, but the larger meaning of that game, uh, I think, was, you know, the guys went out to play a game that, in terms of conference standings, didn't really matter but the way they approached Saturday's game, I, I think it was a credit to you and your staff and them because they certainly played like it did matter. What did you think? Yeah, I was really, I was really impressed with both teams. I, I thought both teams went out and played really hard. Um, I, you know, I thought the execution, ex, execution on our part um, mm -hmm. in some phases was really good. At, at other times, it wasn't very good. But there's no doubt it, it was a, it was a great football game. Uh, very competitive, uh, right down to the end with the overtime. And it was exciting to see our players um, play that hard this late in the season with all the things that we've had going on. You know, Tom Henson and I were calling the game, and at one point uh, in the fourth quarter, we said, this is as much fun as we've had calling a college football game in a while. I know you, you guys don't think about fun when you're trying to win a game, uh, but it really was one of those back-and-forth efforts, two teams who, who really wanted to win that ball game. Did, did you get caught up in that a little bit? Yeah, no, I, I would say we had as much. I, that was, it was the most fun I've had in a long time <laughs> as far as coaching, um, you know, for this year. It, it, was, uh, it was one of those games where you kind of you lose yourself in, in the moment in terms of trying to win a football game. And, you know, and, and I told the team after the game, you know, when you play like we did and you leave it out there and you come, it comes down to one play, that's all you can ask for um, is that opportunity. And obviously, wish we could have got, got a win, but. Um, we gave it everything we had. Well, as we continue, we'll go to the highlights from Charleston. You'll want to stay tuned throughout the end. I guarantee you that. And we'll also look ahead to the final regular season game. Wofford heading up the road to take on the North Carolina Tar Heels. So we'll talk about that matchup and the everything that Wofford will face in that situation. So keep it right here. We'll have much more here on the Josh Conklin Show. And welcome back. First and foremost, what a great atmosphere for college football. It's yeah. a beautiful day in Charleston. They had a homecoming and all their alumni out there on the field. The cannons going off. And, and they were pumped up. The Citadel was ready to play. The good thing was the Terriers were too. Yeah, no, we were. Um, and it was a great atmosphere. Um, good stand, uh, good fans. Um, I know our stands were, were full on our side, which was really great to see. So um, it was a good, good college football game. You made the decision to start Peyton Derrick at quarterback. Talk to me about everything that went into that during the week. Yeah, you know, I, I think the we got to Wednesday, and, and I just felt like as a, as a head coach, he gave us the best opportunity to win. Um, he had a good week of practice. He, he stayed at it. He, uh, he was sick last week. Mm -hmm. um, but he gave us the best chance to win uh, this week. And so... Uh, we gave him the opportunity, and I thought it was his best, one of his better games that he's played here. Absolutely. As we get to the first half highlights, you will see Whopper's biggest offensive first half explosion of the entire season. And we are underway from Charleston. This one returnable for Wallace to the 20, and he's met at the 23 yard line. So that's middle of the defense. This is Cooper Wallace. Dancing in space, making a few moves, and a nice run for Cooper Wallace. Got to throw the football. 16th play of this opening drive for the Citadel. Sessions in motion. He'll get the toss. Sessions tripped up at the 8. Just like that. 
Adams will look for Webb, and it's broken up by Donovan Anderson, the senior from Boiling Springs, South Carolina, out of Windermere, Florida. Two for four on field goal tries this season. Kick is up, and it is good. Seventh game of the season for Derek. Throwing on first down and wide open. It's Alec Holt. He's off to the races. Holt will go. Touchdown, Wofford. Quite the answer from the Wofford Terriers. And Hawks in the backfield. And Billings was met that time by number 95, Anthony Latney. Latney beat Terrea Straighton, the right tackle to the inside. Looks like, now oh, this is going to be close, Jason. Wofford thinks they stopped it. Now, that was a really nice play, flashing into the backfield by Rhett Russell, the linebacker, and this is going to come down maybe to a measurement. You can see the officials taking a look. He was able to get Wallace down around the legs just with the left arm. Got enough of his knees to take him down. Mulligan. With a blocker out ahead, Mulligan breaking tackles, and he's inside the 10. And that pass is complete for a touchdown. Jim Welsh, the senior from Winston-Salem, South Carolina, gets his first touchdown of the season. And we'll see this on replay, but I don't think the Citadel was ready defensively. Andy Davis was sprinting across the formation as the ball was snapped. First and 10 for the Bulldogs from the 45-yard line. And that's Logan Billings trucking Terriers. Nice nine-yard gain on first down. Seville has run for 111 yards already. We're just beginning the second quarter. Adams being chased. He'll fire downfield wide open. It's McCarthy. Makes the catch inside the 10. Touchdown, Seville Bulldogs. Throwing situation here for the Terriers, and Derek has plenty of time and able to complete to Holt. Touchdown because he has to respond to and respect the quarterback run. And the give to Mulligan. He'll bounce outside. Room for Mulligan. And he's run out of bounds deep inside Citadel territory by Dominic Poole for Wofford. Third and short. Firing downfield. Has a man open. It's Holt. Touchdown, Wofford. Third touchdown pass of the game for Peyton Derrick. Defensively, the Citadel has something in store to counter that, and that might be one of the things they put in this week just for that reason. The toss to Douglas. And a terrific tackle from Tahir Anor, the junior from Nashville, Tennessee. Fourth down stop in a similar situation today. They tried Wallace the first time. What does the Citadel do here? It'll be Adams behind Billings. I think he fumbled the football, perhaps. I'm wrong. Wallace in motion. It's Billings fighting his way forward. Touchdown, Bulldogs. 
Derek swings it outside, and there's Holt again. And he's been a problem for the Citadel. I mean, they just cannot stick with Alec Holt on the perimeter. And this time, football defense had the Terriers just where they wanted them. Here's a handoff for Leggett. Bounces off of Owens. Able to stay on his feet. And a big gain. Mulligan breaks two tackles. There goes Mulligan inside the 10. Well, forget about getting back into field goal range. They're looking for six here. Derek on the keeper. He's in. Touchdown, Wofford. All right, when the dust settled after the first 30 minutes, Terriers 28-17 to lead at halftime. Peyton Derrick has a hand in four first-half touchdowns. Alec Holt, two touchdowns receiving. The, the level of offensive execution and performance, something we haven't seen all year. Yeah, no, it was good. It, I think the, the players kind of put it together. Um, the, the plan was pretty simple. They went out and executed the plan. Um, they had a good idea as far as what they were going to see, and it all kind of came it came together. And it was it was fun to fun to watch those guys execute. And when it was executed right, it's, it's a lot of fun to, to play in as well. Was the plan to go up top on the first play from scrimmage for 75 yards and a score? Well, <laughs> if they were going to play it a certain way, it was, and they gave us the the look, and that was really Peyton's decision. So um, off of kind of a run run pass option, and, and it worked well. All right, so 28-17, of course, going into the locker room. You knew the Citadel was going to make adjustments. You knew the Terriers were, too. We'll have your second half highlights coming up next. Welcome back to the Coach Josh Conklin Show, brought to you by Wings, etc. So with an 11-point lead, not only at halftime, but a couple different points along the ball game, what sort of adjustments, if any, did you feel necessary to make at halftime? We had to make, we had to make some adjustments defensively. Uh, they, they gave us a couple plays that uh, we didn't, think we would we would see in, in the defense that we were running um, and we did so we had to make a couple adjustments there at halftime uh, which I thought our guys did well um, coming out of halftime mm -hmm. um, but that you know that offense is, is more about you got to get off and make a play and you got to continue to play hard and fight uh, I thought we got them into some third and shorts and fourth and shorts um, didn't necessarily get the thing called the way we needed to to get off the field uh, but they kept fighting, they kept battling, and, and that was really the, the main message throughout the game. Well, as we go to the second half highlights, only seven points were scored in the third quarter, but just wait for quarter number four and overtime. This is Mulligan. And he keeps his feet moving. And Mulligan will move the chains. They're a great combo, Walker and Mulligan. Mulligan still going, and it looks like he'll have enough for the first down. He's running behind Walker and then busted it to the outside. Third and 11. The crowd comes to life here in Johnson Hagen Stadium. Derek will fire deep, looking for Holt, and Mack will pick off the pass. Destin Mack, his fourth interception of the season. He's on the offensive line. Part of the reason why their record is the way it is. Jalen Adams limited because of a freshman quarterback and Kyle Pinnock. Here's Storch, and he will be wrapped up and thrown backwards. Sophomore from Swanee, Georgia. Adams 
surveys the field, throws over the middle and completes to Raleigh Webb. Are we going to see our first punt of the day? That's the question. And it looks like we might. As Watkins in motion. And the pitch off the mark. Watkins trying to chase it down. Who has the ball? I believe the Citadel has recovered back-to-back -back turnovers for the Citadel defense. Storch pulling his way forward. Touchdown, Bulldogs. Watkins in motion. Derek being chased. And he'll be brought down at the 30-yard line. Another punting situation. Even though Storch was effective as well. Billings will get the carry, but he runs right into Chuck Smith. An all-pro defensive end for the Falcons from 92 to 99. Former second-round pick out of Tennessee. So the bloodline is there for Smith. Wallace getting to the outside. The ball comes loose at the end. Looks like it's out of bounds. So it'll be a first down for the Bulldogs. Yeah. Adams will pitch to Joe Douglas. Running behind Cooper Wallace. Douglas stays in bounds. Adams, nothing there for Jalen Adams. Terrific defense from Wofford. We'll go for it on fourth and five. Adams back to pass. Running out of time. Scrambling, backpedaling. He's got a man. Touchdown, Cooper Wallace. We've got to go for two here, trying to get a three-point lead. Adams looking to throw once again. And he's got Wallace for two more. Mulligan and Ingram in the backfield with Derek. Is it Derek on the keeper? Has all day up the middle, a huge hole. And Derek will slide down at the 28-yard line. What a pickup for the senior from Conway, South Carolina. This is Ingram. And for the touchdown, the response from the Terriers, they drive right down the field, and it's capped off by Ryan Ingram. Back to Adams, flea flicker, open downfield. It's Webb who makes the catch. Unbalanced line to the right side. They move Maui an extra lineman over there. Adams will take it himself, pushes forward. Is he in on the stretch? Everyone behind Adams, they'll push him in. Touchdown, Bulldogs. Derek will give to Ingram. Again, strong inside running from Ryan Ingram. Slotted this time, Destin Mack is locked up on him. Ingram in the backfield with Derek. Back to pass. One-on-one, -on -one and it's incomplete. Mack on the coverage against Hull. Kick is up, and it is good. 
Oh, a clutch kick from Walker Gliarmis, and we are tied at 38. Would have been aggressive with the balls at the 35 prior to the holding call, but after that, it's tough. And now you're back to this spot where somebody's defense is going to make a play likely in overtime that decides this game. stay with that running attack here they will Adams himself has an avenue and he's in for the touchdown and a toss to Ingram wide open Ingram still fighting is he in yes touchdown Wofford and now Dave something to think about Wofford desperate for a win Nothing really on the line. Do they go for two? And we could have a win-or-go-home situation. It's Walker and Ingram in the backfield. They'll throw for it. Broken up by Dominic Poole. The Bulldogs will hold on 45-44. In the end, yeah, a heartbreaker. 45 to 44, Citadel takes it. Before we go into all the good things that we saw, talk about the decision to go for two and win the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I felt like, well, number one, we felt like if we could hold them to a, a field goal, we had a really great opportunity to score a touchdown. And our offense was, was performing at a pretty high level. Uh, when they scored and then we scored, it, it was kind of instantaneous. I mean, initially I thought, let's just kick the field goal, but then... You know, we said, hey, I looked at the team, I looked at the offensive guys, and I asked them. That's why I called the timeout. I said, what, what do you guys want to do here? You guys want to go for this thing, or do you want to, you want me to kick it and, and try to do it again? And, and to a man, all of them said, no, Coach, we can win this right now. Let's go win this thing right now. And it's one of those opportunities where you let the players speak. Uh, you got to believe in them like they believe in you. And we were very close. It was the right call. It was, it was executed right. Uh, their guy made a play, and, and we didn't. And we're thin on defense, a couple of more injuries suffered yeah. during that game. Does that factor into it as well? It, it did. Uh, you know, we'd lost two safeties uh, up to that point, so we were playing with our backups. Um, and we lost a defensive lineman, uh, one of our noses, uh, and that added to our, our issues, you know, in terms of guys being able to play it. And so, yeah, that, that did factor into it a little bit. Well, let's talk about some of these numbers because they are some of the best of the year. 447 total yards on offense. You run the ball for 266. Most impressively, the big play capability on offense, 8.6 yards per play. That is the offense that you envision for this team, isn't it? Yeah, that's what we want moving forward. And I think the thing that, that, that you see is you have to have the ability I always come back to this, to throw the football. Mm -hmm. um, I, I want to have triple option principles. I, I want to be able to run the football. Um, but when you can throw the ball as, as effectively as we did, then, then you become a double-edged sword and you're not one-dimensional. Um, and we just have not been able to do that uh, effectively enough this year, consistently enough. And um, hopefully we'll get there. All right. Well, when we come back, a couple other things to clean up after the Citadel game. Some really cool stuff that we saw out there on the field and we will look ahead to the Tar Heels of North Carolina that is coming up next. And welcome back to the Coach Josh Conklin Show. Before we get to the final game of this season, uh, I want to talk about a couple of really cool things that we saw out there and in the aftermath. Um, first of all, Walker Gliarmus. That was not an easy kick with less than a minute to go to put that game into overtime. 42 yards, a little bit of a breeze in his face, 
and a lot of pressure. And that young man just powered it through the uprights. Talk to me about his journey a little bit and, and, and what you think that said about him. Well, I, I told the team on Sunday, I said, you know, it's a great example of there are no moral victories, right? We, we understand that. And, and But when you look at what he did against Sanford, he, he misses it, um, feels terrible, but he didn't cower away. Uh, he, he, didn't, he didn't put his head down. He, didn't, he just kept going, and, and he didn't quit, and he had the confidence to go out there and kick that field goal. And not only did he make it, he made it right. I mean, he split the uprights, and, and like you said, he powered through it. Like there was no question he was going to make it. And he came off the he came off the field and he said, "Coach, we're going to win this game." And I told the team, I said, "If you can if you can maintain that attitude when you're going through adversity and things aren't going your way and things don't always go your way, I said it's a great example of what college athletics is all about." Um, and I said, "I hope he takes that with him the rest of his life that he stepped up and made that after failing." He didn't fail. He, he put it through the uprights. And one other thing I saw on Sunday, offensive lineman Chad Gardner sent out a tweet saying it's been a tough year full of adversity, but he's learned more about himself and a team environment through, through this year than anything else he's learned before. And he said the direction of the program is great, that Wofford football uh, is going to be back. How did you feel when you saw that? Uh, it's, it's, it's really encouraging um, as a head coach because the way that we've handled it, as a, as a locker room, as a coaching staff, as players. Um, again, they understand the expectations are really high. They understand the standards are really high, but they have handled it the right way. Um, that guy is gonna have a ton of success in life. And he's also had a ton of success here as a player. Mm -hmm. He had to live through, we had, you know, as a head coach, you come in and you win two conference championships. You have a, a down year like we did in 2021. You always learning. And you, you reflect, and, and I can say the same thing about myself. As a head coach, I've learned more this year than I did the first two years. Um, and he's a great example of what this place is and, and why, again, college athletics is so awesome uh, and the type of experience that we want our kids to have. All right, finally, a trip up to Chapel Hill, North Carolina, awaits on Saturday, Wofford versus North Carolina. That's a team. It's interesting. They were picked by many to win the ACC, and, and, and they've struggled. They're 5-5. Five and five. They have a lot to play for, and they've also got a big rivalry game the following week against NC State. Certainly physically, execution-wise, weapon-wise, they are certainly a, a cut above. So what's your approach? What will make you happy with what you hope to see from our guys on Saturday? It comes down to this for me. It comes down to, to execution and competition. Um, and our guys, I think, will go out and compete. It's going to be their last shot for some of those older guys. But if they go out there and they compete their tails off um, and they execute the way they're supposed to execute, their assignments, their fundamental, their technique, their pad level, uh, they'll have a chance to win some of those one-on-one -on -one battles. That's what we want to see. And if they do that, um, we'll walk out of the stadium and, and feel like that's been a success for us. Mm -hmm. You've coached in these big stadiums for, for, for a while now during the course of your career. For some of our guys, it, it, it's a great opportunity. They Kind of like Clemson a couple of years ago, they don't get the chance to play in front of 60, 70, 80,000 people. And, and do you tell them just to seize the moment and have fun to a certain extent? That's what it's all about. It's, it's all about having fun, enjoying uh, the atmosphere, enjoying the competition, the chance, that, the opportunity that you have to go against some of the best competition in the country, um, against good coaches, good players. 
uh, it should be fun for everybody in the program. We're looking forward to it. Have a great week of practice. Safe travels up to Chapel Hill. We'll see you on Saturday. Appreciate it. All right. As always, we appreciate you guys watching too. We will see you next time here on the Coach Josh Conklin Show.